millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Reddit Nuclear Revenge. This episode has two stories. How a businessman's trip gets nuked because he was too cheap and rude to a waitress. And how one person single-handedly ruins a man's restaurant and any hope for future success. I hope you stay for these two stories today and subscribe for future videos. This story's titled, New York City Bar, Too Expensive for a Midwest Man. In the early 2000s, I worked in an Irish pub on 2nd Avenue and 9th Street in Manhattan. We were used to seeing Midwestern men on a business trip announce that they will get the bill and this one's on me, only to regret it when they see the bill and realize that the drinks in Manhattan don't cost the same as their local dive bar. Enter Ohio businessman, waitress, and me. So this group of guys comes in and starts ordering beers. One guy, Ohio businessman, announces loudly to order whatever you want. This tab is on me. So they rack up a tab of around $400 in just over three hours. When the bill is brought to OB, he starts yelling about being overcharged. He says, there is no way this is our bill. We didn't drink this much. I approach the table to try to help. I ask, what seems to be the problem? He replies, this bitch is trying to overcharge us. She's trying to charge us for extra drinks. I said, what's the problem on the bill? Well, first of all, there are six shots on the bill. We never had any shots. I said to him, sir, there are six empty shot glasses on the table. He responded, okay, maybe we had the shots, but there's no way we drank this many beers. I continued and said, sir, there are six of you. You've been here for over three hours. At that rate, this bill says you and your friends have averaged one beer per 45 minutes. Does that sound outrageous to you? His friends then chime in and says not to worry about it and that they'll pay. To which he says, no, I'll pay. So he pays and he tips $7.37 because this would make his expense report total out to the closest $10. After this, the waitress comes up to me to tell me he left his wallet in the booth. She's shaking. She tells me that she wants to chuck it in the trash. I tell her to hand it to me, and I'll take care of this. I take the driver's license out of the wallet, put it on top, and rubber band the lot. Keep in mind, government-issued ID is free postage, and walk a block up the street to drop this in a USPS box. OB comes back, asking about his wallet. I tell him what I did. He goes off on me about, what am I going to do for money? My hotel key was in there. He even threatened to call the police, to which I responded, for what? Going out of my way to make sure your belongings made it back to you? He kept going on about how he had no money, no hotel key, and no cards for the rest of his visit. But the only card he really needed was his driver's license for ID. I know he left before it ever occurred to him to ask, how the heck would he get on that flight back home without it? Welcome to New York City, motherfucker. This story's titled, I Destroyed My Family Friend's Business and Credibility. A few years after I started university, a friend of my mother's, who we'll call Cook, started what can be generously called a restaurant in a small town a couple of hours outside the city we lived in. 
It was really a glorified hot dog stand in a golf course. My mother had invested money into this business, so she had a personal stake in ensuring its success. That meant that she would often enlist us, aka my brother and I, to waiter when she couldn't do it herself. And my brother hated this guy. Cook had no idea how to run a business, and he was completely uninterested in learning. He was also completely computer illiterate, and had me set up the Google account for his business. And in order to get us to work in his business, he would pick up one of us from our home, drive us two hours or so out of town, and we were basically stuck there until we were driven back, due to the fact that neither of us had a driver's license. And since my brother had problems with this guy, I was the one who, more often than not, had to spend two to ten days at a time there, stuck in a barely livable house until I was let back home. My mother was no better. She would often volunteer us that we would be working two days in the middle of the week, making job hunting a very difficult thing for my brother and I. Furthermore, she treated us not like employees, but as her children. And any mistake was clearly our fault, not because neither of them could a. train staff, b. use a computer at all, c. manage a business at all, d. utilize my brother and I in the most effective way. Considering my brother had already graduated university and was working towards a double major in business. Furthermore, they were completely unprofessional. They would host shouting matches in Chinese where customers could hear, and the kitchen was filthy, despite Cook's insistence that the kitchen was the cleanest place in the restaurant. Yeah, right. An ice rink was less slippery than the ground in there, and he would routinely touch cooked food after handling raw meat. And I distinctly remember sweeping up what I thought was a green bell pepper, only to realize it was a moldy onion ring. They could not train staff at all. They had hired five people in the first year, and none of them came back the next. Cook, in particular, was especially two faced in how he handled customers. He would smile at them and greet them, remembering details from previous conversations, and then turn to me and say in Chinese about how they're all stupid, stingy retirees with too much money and free time on their hands. All of this left a great feeling of resentment for both me and my brother. Not only was it effectively trapping us to work for this completely incompetent individual, we would basically get nothing out of it. This was particularly frustrating for me because, as a business student at the time, I could see all there was that this place could improve. I even offered to write up some policies, do some inventory management, and take a look at the administrative side just to help out and get some experience for myself. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. They kept insisting that they didn't need it. Sure, we were paid bare minimum, and the guy did know how to cook. But we have to bear the brunt of their frustration while hiding the fact that we were sick of helping out until we couldn't anymore. The incident. Last year, I graduated university. 
It was not as happy of a time as it should have been because my grandpa passed away the week before. I couldn't even celebrate the night before I walked the stage because I had to give a part of the eulogy the previous day and I had to mediate an incident between my brother, mother, and cook because my mother couldn't. No pre-graduation shots for me because I was stuck on the phone for 3 hours listening to how insensitive Cook was over the fact that my grandpa just passed away. But I figured that once I walked the stage and had my diploma, I could spend the next week job hunting. No dice. Immediately after I graduated on the Monday afterwards, my mother told me that I had to work 10 days in the restaurant. I lasted 6 days before it happened. There was a breakfast brunch for Father's Day that barely anyone attended and most people that did show up wanted to order off the menu. But both Cook and my mother were incredibly stressed out and both of them were taking it out on me. My mother spent the day micromanaging me and finding flaws in every little thing I did, like cleaning an empty table over clearing plates from a table out on the deck, to not immediately refilling coffee or water when a glass or mug was half full. Cook just shouted a lot and gave contradictory orders every two minutes but it was the combination of my mother and Cook screaming at me for a mistake I didn't even make, and refusing to listen to me, and Cook mocking me for breaking down in tears that made me realize that not only could I not handle it anymore, but I wanted to burn the place to the ground. I booked a flight out of the province that day, and left a week later. The Revenge Remember that I said that they were not only completely unprofessional, but also completely computer illiterate. Despite the fact that I was no longer in the province, I still had the login information for the business. Furthermore, because I knew all the laws that he had blatantly refused to learn, I knew all the violations that he had committed in the business. For the first part of my revenge, I signed out of his computer from the Google account. I don't think it was really necessary since he never used that computer in the first place for anything other than porn, but I wanted to make sure he and my mother wouldn't be able to stop me. Before I left the province, I claimed the business in review sites, using the email and business phone number. Then, I blasted every single review, positive or negative, with all the shit he used to say about customers. Any negative review was immediately mocked. Any positive review was left with a note of, thank you, you cheap bitch. Any questions were met with hostility, and it basically boiled down to, I'm right, you're wrong. I also make mentions about how he didn't wash his hands in the kitchen, and stuff they were yelling in Chinese or insults about uppity customers. Given that it was a tourist-based town, I'm fairly certain that the deep dip of sales that my brother mentioned later on was because of all of those. And no one suspected a thing because my mother and cook didn't know how to work the internet, and my brother didn't care enough to look up the business. Next, I meticulously documented all the complaints that I had between my brother and myself, as well as the ones from a few people that cook had hired out, but never kept because he couldn't train them. I reported the two times that I slipped in his kitchen, Incidents where he refused to wash his hands in between handling salad and raw meat because it took too long, and I handed those off to the health services department. I also anonymously informed the tax revenue agency that he was severely underreporting income as employees were instructed to only write down the credit debit receipts to report in sales. The third part of my revenge wasn't really my part to be honest, rather it was because of his own incompetence. As I said before, he was completely computer illiterate, I didn't even have to lock out the person he hired to do accounting because he didn't bother reporting his business expenses, except hand them a garbage bag full of receipts. To be honest, I kind of felt sorry for them because their hands were tied. They couldn't dispute any of the claims that I made. What I did do, however, was text them all the things that my mother and cook said about them so they wouldn't bother to try to defend his ass. They quit a month after that shit hit the fan, meaning that cook was left holding the bag. So naturally, Given that the business wasn't making near as much money to make rent, let alone pay off all his fines that he was slapped with, 
the government repossessed everything. From everything in that little dinky house that he was renting for business purposes, to every single fork and knife that he bought. Because of all the health code violations, he couldn't find a job as a cook again, which was his only job for about 30 years. And because the tax revenue agency knew how bad he was with managing businesses, they naturally denied him when he requested a permit to open up a new growing operation. As far as I know, he's no longer in contact with my family, but his brother-in-law, who's my mom's hairstylist, mentioned that he had to move somewhere else to get away from all the bad reputation. My mother mostly got off scot-free because all the business permits and licenses were under his name, but she lost quite a bit of money. And last I heard, my family had to move into a smaller house. And no one knew that I was the one who was doing it. My brother suspected as he relayed the details of what had happened to me, but I never confirmed it. Not that I would tell my parents because honestly, fuck that hellstaurant. As for me, I'd like to say that everything's sunshine and roses, but my decision to impulsively move provinces had its ups and downs. I did manage to find a place to live and a place to work, so at least I'm alive. It's hard, but I'd rather be doing this than going back. Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed these two stories today. Let me know what you think of the stories and if you'd consider them nuclear revenge or not. If you aren't subscribed, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss future videos. See you guys in the next one.